Hi guys, welcome to Firelit. This is our second episode and this month our theme is creation and what better book to talk about than Frankenstein. So Ian, what's, what is Frankenstein? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Frankenstein, we all know the story and just for the record, the monster's name isn't Frankenstein. It's Dr. Frankenstein who creates <laughs> his monster. Wow, I did not know that. So what is the monster's name? Like Jonathan It's just the monster. <laughs> it's only ever referred to as the monster. Oh. It's just the monster, Christian. Yeah. Jeez. Hey, okay, come, on, come on, Christian. <laughs> Anyways, so the plot of Frankenstein, it starts off with the Captain Walton, and he's on a polar expedition where he sees the Dr. Frankenstein. He chases his monster across Antarctica. And so uh, Frankenstein's on the brink of death. And so he's, he's rescued by the crew of the ship, and he tells the story to the captain. And so Dr. Frankenstein is born to a well-off family in Geneva. He has a father, a younger brother, and he's betrothed to his cousin, Elizabeth. So he's going to marry his cousin. That's nasty. <laughs> Where yeah. is this again? <laughs> Anyways, so, so Frankenstein goes to university, and he learns the secret to the creation of life. And so he creates his monster out of a bunch of dead limbs he put together. And so when he, when he puts his monster, and his monster comes to life, yeah, uh, Frankenstein just gets terrified and he just leaves. And so like the monster, uh, he wakes up and he's, you know, he's really curious and he's really nice to people, but people always just push him away because he's, you know, a freak of nature. He's disgusting. That's so sad. Yeah. He's like a perfectly nice guy, but no one wants to talk to him. Like that's d- literally depressing. Yeah. And so, so the monster manages to find Victor Frankenstein and his, uh, his entire family. And so what happens is the monster, he murders his little brother, William. <laughs> And he frames his uh, his his maid Josephine. Wait, he's not a nice guy. Anyway. Yeah. How is he that smart though? Like he no, because he's yeah. a person. He's just like a new person. Yeah. Oh. During his like isolation, he became super smart. He learned he learned how to speak. So and stuff. he was mad about the fact that he was created. So yeah. he saw revenge. From yeah. Exactly. And like exactly. A- abandoned by his creator, basically. Yeah. He Dude, hated his life. Doctor Frankenstein. I mean, he started this mess. Yeah. Exactly. I'm yeah. on Frankenstein's side. No, that's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the monster's name? Just the monster. Oh. Yeah, Meg. He doesn't have a name. You can, you know, what is it? are you assuming <laughs> that he has a name? I mean, are I'm you not assuming? trying to assume anything, but like I just thought, because everyone refers to it as Frankenstein. Like, why is that? They, I mean, they're just wrongly, they, they're, not, they're not correct. Like yeah. that episode, they're just not correct. <laughs> no. That episode of Waverly, Wizards of Waverly Place, you know, where that girl was like Frankie Stein. Y'all didn't watch that? No. Uh, I, I didn't. Wow, you guys are uncultured as hell. Okay. Oh, so from on. from from the girl that didn't know that Frankenstein was the guy. <laughs> oh yeah, let's not talk about that. Um, anyways, <laughs> as we're saying, Ian. Yeah. So basically, the monster finds <laughs> he finds Frankenstein, and so he's like to Frankenstein, "You have to make me a female monster." Dude, he's trying to get some. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> he's like he's so little, and he's like, "I would I would I would a companion or something." And so the doctor goes, and he goes with his his friend to Scotland, and he creates like this female monster. But he's so disgusted with his creation that he ju- he dumps it in the ocean. The female monster? Yeah, like what before the, he li- before uh, he makes it come alive. So Doctor Frankenstein creates this. Yeah. Okay. But then he throws it into the ocean because he's just so disgusted by it. What a waste. <laughs> yeah, and then his the monster uh, strangles his friend for it, and then promises to be there on his wedding, and so. Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> with his cousin, with his cousin. So <laughs> he's going to be there at the wedding. And so Ooh, the monster. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So like trying to like rue the day. kind of. Yeah. Like sort of like that thing. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So then at the end of it, the monster comes to the wedding and the monster then murders his cousin and now wife. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's rough. When your cousin but wife gets murdered. Yeah. By, I hate by, that. Your, by your like m- monster son. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Frankenstein's rough. dad dies after that. And then, uh, so Frankenstein, after that, he just has nobody. 
And so the only purpose of his life is to destroy his creation. Mm. And so for the rest of his life, he's, you know, chasing his monster across the world. And so after that, he dies uh, after finishing his story. Captain Walton, he turns around this ship and realizing that the scientific discovery isn't worth dying for, he goes. So, yeah, that's oh. the spot. That's interesting. Because, you know, um, some, something uh, in today's society that's really prevalent now is CRISPR. Very good segue, yeah. Christian. I know, yeah. right? That is a good segue. What is, you know, you know what CRISPR is? Yeah, it's like designer babies. Designer babies, bro. So basically, CRISPR is a technology um, that is basically a tool for editing genomes. So essentially, it allows researchers to easily alter DNA sequences and modify gene functions of like potential babies. Yeah, that's basically, you know. Cool. Very cool. So... Um, basically what, what people are using it for now, like, um, it's not just Ethical. babies, no, oh. not, not just, <laughs> <laughs> it's not just like for babies, they're using it like actually for cancer. They're trying to cure cancer with it, right? They're trying to cure AIDS. But it's like, yeah, I guess, they, you know, if you remove the gene from the, for the cancer, the AIDS or AIDS <laughs> from like the baby, <laughs> it's not there anymore. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, but like in, in the future, people are thinking about like, not just using it for, like, curing cancer, like, uh, removing the AIDS gene. They're thinking of, like, making their, like, designer babies, as you said. And then, obviously, like, the question, like, comes up, like, is that ethical? Like, do we think that we can pick the traits of our children? Like, oh, I want my kid to have, like, blue eyes and, like, this and that. Like, mm-hmm. is that really ethical for parents to decide? Like, I think most people would agree that it's not. I mean, I don't want to say that, but, like... I mean, why wouldn't it be ethical? I mean, it's just, like against nature like why would you want your child to look a certain way like based on just like materialistic like do you know what i mean yeah like it's just like so so shallow like it's not gonna affect you whether you have green hair or like green hair sorry green eyes or like (laughs) blue eyes i mean unless i guess you could change like society's perception of you but like that's really if crispr is gonna be used for like correcting like curing HIV, curing cancer, then like once that technology happens, then it becomes more accessible. And then like in the future, it would be possible then to be able to change your babies. Like, look, so it it would be like a slippery slope from ethical. Because would you, do you think you would consider the HIV cancer editing to be like ethical? Because that's also like interrupting yeah, no. nature. I, I get what you're saying, but like, look at it like this. I think we had this conversation like last year in our science class. So n- most people would be like, if I had the chance to have my child be born without HIV, I would say yes. Mm. But let's say your child was going to be born. Like most people would agree on the fact that like, if they could avoid having their child be born with defects, like birth defects, would be a good thing. Most people would agree on the fact that if they could avoid their child being born with certain birth defects like dwarfism or having HIV, then obviously like it's a positive thing. But look at it like this. Like I'm going to ask you guys, if you knew your child was going to have like Down syndrome, would you still choose to have your child? Like, I mean, you guys are guys, but if you were a female that, I mean, I would still have, I mean, like if I was to have a child, I would have a child. doesn't matter if I'm a guy or not. I know. I mean like, yeah, 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 I, I guess you're right. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I mean, if I could prevent a child from having Down syndrome, then yeah, I guess. Because a lot of people don't consider that, like, if you would talk to people with Down syndrome, they wouldn't uh, consider that yeah. as, like, something that 
um, lowers their quality of life or like, for example, yeah. dwarfism, especially like, I mean, of course it make it could make life harder, but they don't see it as mm. like a defect. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? What if they like never had it in the first place? That's just like a what if question though. But it's no, possible but it's when it comes to CRISPR. Yeah. When it comes to CRISPR. Oh, so can you can, you can have it and then not have it? No, as no, in like. You can have a baby born without it. Because if you yeah. have like dwarfism in your genes. No, but it, it's it. like they want to remove birth defects. But what is a birth defect? You know, like there's so oh, much like the line is blurred. Yeah. You're asking what would be considered a defect and what would be considered yeah. like. Okay. Well, if you look at it this way, like HIV, being born with HIV, AIDS, like makes life harder, right? Yeah. But would you consider that like I mean, not necessarily a defect, but just like it would be, be an obstacle just the same as dwarfism or yeah. Down syndrome would be an obstacle. Yeah. But I, no, like I think HIV and AIDS is different though yeah. compared to dwarfism. Because I guess it's like a terminal illness if you don't treat it. So, I mean, like you you can't really like dwarfism. Like it's not like a it doesn't a death too. sentence. You know, like yeah. there's plenty of dwarves that have done really good things <laughs> in their lives. Like yeah, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Peter Dinklage, man. Dwarf representation yeah. in the media. <laughs> this is why if CRISPR. Um, happened a long time ago. We'd never have Peter Dinklage. Yeah, exactly. And that would suck. That would suck ah, big time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, a theme in Frankenstein basically is human ambition, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess like when it comes to human ambition, is like how, like how, when do we do when do we tell ourselves that we've gone too far? Like, have we altered the state of nature so far that our ambition will cause our own downfall? That's what that girl was talking about in her TOK presentation, right? With the oh, Chinese guy? Just as a reference, TOK is Theory of Knowledge and it's our philosophy oh. class. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this is a girl who talked about it. <laughs> just for reference. Shout out to Ishani. It's yeah, it's Ishani. Yeah, shout out to Ishani. <laughs> so continue. Um, yeah, so I don't know the exact details, but she was talking about this Chinese doctor that was like shunned from the um, like medical community because his research on like um, designer babies was just unethical. He was doing research on HIV babies and basically CRISPR, like it's not, it's not ready yet. Like no, it's yeah. still too early. To oh yeah, okay, so the Lulu, it's called the Lulu and Nana controversy. Oh, Lulu's right here actually, haha, <laughs> shout are, out Are you Lulu. a CRISPR baby? No, <laughs> just making sure. <laughs> so it revolves around twin Chinese girls um, named Lulu and Nana. And so, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to keep repeating that name. According to um, the researcher, the, these twins are the world's first genetically edited or just like designer babies. So they were born healthy, but um, the girl's parents were participants in a clinical project run by the doctor, um, which he basically offered in vitro fertilization services and CRISPR, which we talked about to modify their DNA. Um, and um, modify the CCR5 gene in the embryos wow. to stop or like to create a genetic resistance to the HIV virus. And this was conducted secretly, so which is sus already. That is pretty sus. Yeah, yeah. and so his name is He. Like his huh. last name is He. Oh, huh? It's because it looks like the reaction to He's actions. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the reaction to Huh's, is that it? Yeah. Huh's actions was widespread criticism and that was basically because of the well-being of the girl. So Chinese authorities suspended all of his research. Um, 
and he may face serious consequences from that. So there's news that was reported that suggested that the Chinese government may have helped the CRISPR babies experiment, which is confusing <laughs> because they detained him for it. Yeah, so basically it's like there needs to be regulations on this and like how do we create those yeah. regulations? How far do you think we'll be able to go before it's too far? Like yeah. Frankenstein basically, with CRISPR you, you'll essentially be able to create a, a, a life. Like yeah. if you have your own baby and so for example, if you have a baby and you do uh, IVF, right? IVF and... In vitro fertilization. Yeah. And you basically like change all of the qualities of your baby, like to make it genetically superior. Is it even your baby anymore? Yeah. And how do you like mitigate that with like a race of super babies like on yeah. the loose? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> on the loose. yeah. And like, what if you like? There's still gonna be a generation above yeah. them. How is that generation gonna feel? Like, you know, I didn't get that chance to become like flawless. Yeah. So why is this? Or is it like? Is it our loss of humanity? Like by gene or by artificially yeah. creating humans are we even like retaining our natural humanity like yeah, as a species true. because like w- what is the line between like artificial and yeah. natural because you, if crispr like you're editing your genes right so it's still genes is yeah. it natural though yeah because it's definitely not natural yeah it ain't natural like it, yeah is it right for <laughs> humans you know to be able to artificially create life or is that something that we should just let nature do on its own? Yeah. Are you playing God? Yeah. Yeah. And when you when you create life, like, what are the implications if you like? Yeah. Screw mess- up. Yeah. yeah. Like that's if we already have such like strict regulations on like fetuses, like especially looking at like the abortion argument, then how is CRISPR ever gonna succeed ethics wise? Mm. Like it would have to result in like everyone's collective consensus, and that's I don't think that's gonna happen. What do you mean? Like, how, I mean, like, before they start making designer babies, like, everyone, like, the international community would have to okay that, right? Yeah. I mean, they're probably going to, like, start it off in China. Secretly. Yeah, which is what China did. Mm-hmm. But then, like, okay, this is my, like, you know how, like, we live in a country where certain ideals are um, looked more favorably upon? So, for example, like, lighter skin and, like, more, like, European features. Yeah. So if we gave people the opportunity to decide how their child would look, what if they yeah. all just picked that ideal, like, beauty, like, standard of beauty mm-hmm. of their country? Oh, that's true. And, like, you wouldn't have yeah. any more Filipinos. Yeah. and you like just have, like, white Filipinos. Exactly. Or, if, yeah. And then how would that change, like, the implications of countries and, like, ethnic? That's kind of weird to think about. Is yeah. that even possible? CRISPR, can you change your, like, color? I mean, like, y- you'd, like, change all your genes and then you've like become like a whole <laughs> a different yeah. other ethnicity yeah that would def- that would yeah. like be possible wouldn't it be trippy like and then you're like out on the so you would look like you couldn't it's so weird to say like you would look a certain way but then your culture could be entirely different so you could look like i don't know like german but you could be like african like culturally <laughs> yeah i guess or no, like if, you, if your parents are white and you're uh, you know, like black. I guess. <laughs> yeah, they just wanted you to be black. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's also the thing. Like with Frankenstein's, like it's kind of a cautionary tale about this. Is that, I mean, in the preface of the book, 
Frankenstein is he's described as the modern Prometheus. And like for you, for those of, the, of you who don't know, like Prometheus was the was a person in Greek mythology who uh, he brought fire down from the gods onto the humans, um, and he was punished for it right. by the gods. Yeah. And he was like, didn't the bird eat his liver every yeah. single day? Yeah, and then yeah. he grew back. Yeah. Poor it's, guy. Yeah, so it's like the same sort of thing with Frankenstein is that he brought the secret of that godly secret of creation down to humans. And before, before, like right before he could do that, he was punished, I guess, sort of by the gods because he was forced to be, he was forced into the same isolation that his monster felt. Mm. And that's what drove him to such, you know, yeah. yeah, it's a really good point By that fate. you make. And like another thing that I like, you can say like Frankenstein's monster is a monster, but I'd also make an argument that Frankenstein I- is also the monster, yeah. in a sense, in playing God. Yeah. And when we when we're when we're able to create life like on our own, um, synthetically or not synthetically, what, what would Christopher artificially. be? Artificially, artificially, yeah then we'd also be playing God and we would also yeah. become monsters, I guess. I just imagine, like, the next generation of humans, if Christmas becomes a thing, like, we're all obsolete at this point. Yeah, like, <laughs> we're useless. Like, they don't need us in jobs anymore. Yeah. Okay, another thing related to jobs, people losing jobs, is artificial intelligence. So, basically, like, lately, artificial intelligence or computers, they've been taking over our jobs, like, the first time that uh, machines took over our jobs was like assembly line. Yeah. And then now machines are like able to make um, like higher power decisions because mm-hmm. of AI and like machine learning. Yeah. And then like, will there be a point where we'll all just be dependent on machines? Or have you guys watched Mother? It's on Netflix. Mother. Or Mother. <laughs> Mother? Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't watch Blade Runner. What is that? That's like the one where like everyone's like there's like a lot of like really realistic AI people and this guy has to hunt down a bunch of AI people to be like decommissioned or something. Oh damn. Dang. I should watch it. Like it's a classic. So something else that like kind of just reeks of artificial intelligence and like craziness. Reeks. Reeks. Yeah, that's diction. Through the use of diction Uh I exemplify. (laughs) Um so is Alexa. And like Google. <laughs> oh yeah, well you like w- when will Alexa get so advanced that she like actually actually know you? Then she'll have she all your actually. information. She already does. Or oh, even your does. phone, like you know when you're talking about something and then like the next thing that pops up is an ad for this. Yeah. That's terrifying. Dude, I turned off Siri in my phone, dude. I'm so paranoid about this. <laughs> actually. What kind of like, smack are you talking? Like um, they actually like they released a report saying that Siri was actually like taking user data that like was put into the microphone and you know use it to market like apple for oh my. use apple to apple used it to market thing items and stuff to people i've just heard so many like scary stories about alexa that probably aren't true because they're on like those like whatsapp family chains like, like, <laughs> yeah. like what like what like i heard this story about how like there's these guests my like uncle and i don't know grandma told me this so like obviously with the grain of salt you know because like South Asian WhatsApp is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So um, it's basically about how there were these guests over and then um, the family went into the room to like talk smack about the guests and be like, oh, like, I don't like the vibe. Like, I'm not vibing, you know? Oh, the vibe check. No, the vibes are not checked. And so then Alexa like regurgitated that information back. No And then the guests were like, excuse me? I don't know. Is this real? I don't believe it. That's why. Fake news. Fake news. But, yeah. like, something like that definitely could happen. Yeah. Like, because 
I, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna like touch my phone, but you just have to trust me. I'll say like, hey Siri. Oh, and it says, what can I help you with? You have to trust me on that. It's actually what it says. Or also like, you know how like they say that when you scan your face on Snapchat, it's like a conspiracy that it's like the company like s- scanning your face like for mm, for yeah for what I don't know for like knowledge VR porn <laughs> VR porn <laughs> sex robots though oh yeah sex robots yeah that's like that's insane what if what if like AI went so far that they made sex robots that this, this basically like they Blade actually Runner. had Blade Runner sex <laughs> robots. There's tons of sex robots in Blade Runner. Dude, why? What kind of movies are you watching? Yeah, it's a classic. It's defined an entire art style. Okay. Yeah, Blade Runner. Okay. That should be your number one pick. Yeah, that's my number one pick this for this time. What if you? And so it's like because sex robots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so humanity goes so advanced. We make AI to yeah. make sex robots. We basically replace. Well, we replace women with robots that have one purpose sex yeah that's wild what about reproduction in in robots like what if we just create like a an ai race like i guess crispr yeah and do you think that would be i don't want ai to have their own brains i don't want them scheming against us they become like real intelligence and then the line gets blurred like what is life and they work with the russians to like hack into more election (laughs) systems i don't want that so what do you guys like think where would the line be drawn between what would be considered a life because if ai gets so advanced you make like massive networks that like it actually becomes like a real brain yeah would you consider a robot to be alive and like no the lines are so blurry already do they have like emotion and feeling yeah like like it's exactly like your brain but it's just a computer this is why you should watch blade runner (laughs) <laughs> they're just they're not humans they're not but but, not. but it's exactly like your brain <laughs> are you are viewers in britain spike <laughs> <laughs> um i don't think so i just don't it's a slimy feeling mm. i mean we already kind of we already have like this question presented to us like i guess i don't want to go into too much but like with you know with abortion like what defines like you know like is a fetus yeah, what like is a alive living, you know is a fetus like a living person or is it not i mean that's really interesting because like the liberal point like the pro-choice point of view is always that like it's just a clump of cells it's not yeah. alive but the more conservative or not conservative because anyone um the more what's it called pro-life pro-life argument conservative can't you be like a fem like a feminist and like a liberal and still be pro-abortion i feel like at this point oh no sorry pro-life pro-life, pro-life. pro-life. It's just become so polarized, like, where the conservative base of people just so much define the pro-life Because people think the conservatives all have to support Trump and be, like, gun-toting Americans. Like, that's not really true. No, no, no. Yeah, but at the same time, like, in the U.S. at least, it's those those same people who support pro-life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's usually like that, I would have to say. Um, Yeah. What were you saying? You would continue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, pro-life, the argument is, like, no, those, like, that clump of cells is, like, a life form. Like, you're killing babies. Mm. So it's just how, like, the different sides perceive it. So do you think a clump of cells, like, would be considered a life? I mean, it is alive. But, like, for example, if you were to, uh, like, because you know how in bio we're learning about how you get stem cells out of, like, like, embryos. So if you were to get those stem cells out of that baby embryo, they have no sense of pain. They have no, like, 
complex nerve whatever wirings are like feeling our emotion so it so they're not really conscious i don't know it's it's difficult to like obviously it's just it's so complicated yeah. well like, the ethical question would be like do they qualify as humans like is yeah it, yeah i mean even like with crispr babies or ai like do they qualify as the same level as uh, you know a living breathing human yeah exactly and in terms of like human life with that if the clump of cells um doesn't have consciousness but let's say the ai has yeah. consciousness would you consider the ai to be more alive or m- more human than the embryo baby yeah that's oh my god that's actually a really good point <laughs> i just feel like a human has to be like a human like like flesh and bones but and what like if you're like dead what <laughs> if, if if the human's dead right if if the person's dead like do i don't know i don't take bio but like do all the cells die at once i don't know i take bio and i don't know the answer i don't to even that. know that too like yeah. or if you <laughs> he have looks away, he's like <laughs> if you have like somebody let's say they're in a com uh vegetative state veget- vegetative state yeah. yeah like forever yeah and they're the, still a like human they're, they're still alive conscious. yeah so, so they're still alive like yeah. i said yeah it begs the question what is what does it mean to be human <laughs> you know yeah what, what what does it mean to be human what, like and are we humans if we keep straying farther from our humanity yeah or nature itself what do you think it would be like if we we make like an ai like mm. like frankenstein and yeah it, frankenstein. like it resents us so much yeah. that like Ultron, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Age of Ultron, just make an AI and then yeah, like oh, humans are hates you for, for making it exist. Yeah, you know, mm. like we're playing God, but you know, God's playing God. Yeah, God condemned us to a life of suffering, yeah. and He left us alone. I mean, I guess, I guess going back to Frankenstein, <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's going so back this, to Frankenstein. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just casually, there's just so much of a uh, ethical argument between the Doctor Frankenstein and his monsters. Like, which one's the bad guy? Which one's the good guy? Oh yeah. But like, maybe it's neither of them. Maybe like the the real antagonist of the story is the isolation, like mm. being removed from, I guess, from human experience, like you know, society or love or something, because that's what really creates like the antagonism in the novel. Depri- yeah. Deprivation. Yeah. So deprivation of that. You think Frankenstein was good in the beginning? Like he made the he made frankenstein he made life and yeah. at the beginning do you think you you think life is pure at the beginning and then i think so yeah then just isolation and mm, like yeah. hatred and like the influence of society yeah will turn turn it bad well like you know like the monsters like the reason he asks for a, a female monster is because he's so isolated he's so alone and that's what drives him to hate just hate so much like isolation is the driving factor of all the hate in the novel so do you think that AI could, like, live peacefully with humans? That's no. A, no? It's Why too not? dystopian. It's too weird. What do you mean dystopian? What qualifies as dystopian, though? It's just too sci-fi, like, movie, novel. I don't But vibe. be more specific, though. The vibes. The vibes. Does it's it's it not there. It doesn't pass the vibe check. doesn't pass. So AI doesn't pass the vibe check for Not me. at all. I think it's like AI isn't necessarily here that. yet like well when it comes yeah but AI everything is here. yeah but everything like we have knowledge of like a sentient ai race comes from movies and in you know in sci-fi fiction from like you know that we came up ourselves because we don't really know until we get there mm. but like but should we go there should we go there i just feel like ai like especially looking at it from a lens of like 
replacing humans is mm. so bad. Like where I'm from in San Francisco, they have like a bunch of like robot cafes and stuff like that. What do you mean? Like they have like cafes where like a robot will make your coffee. Oh, well, that's I, cool. Like it's kind of cool. novelty though. It's cool, but yeah. like I just think it's. It doesn't taste, taste as good? good. I never tried it. I'm not gonna waste my money on that. But <laughs> but like cup of it would be. In the long run, would it be cheaper because you won't need to hire people? Yeah, that's a, that's a thing like efficiency and progress over humanity. Yeah, but ooh, over humanity. I think humanity should prevail over everything. <laughs> like efficiency and progress could be like oh, like getting all the fossil fuels we can and burning them. You yeah. know, that's efficient. But it is it humane? No. Mm. Oh yeah, that's true. In an, another sense, like the the argument of Frankenstein doesn't just have to be with creating life or stuff like that it's like yeah. what what did we do with ourselves we made yeah these things to extract fossil fuels made these we made nuclear weapons for the sake of yeah. progress but where is it getting us yeah it's like where does our ambition end up and it's like is our ambition good for us as a race like will it do us good or is it just to come back and you know ruin everything i think but ambition is part of evolution yeah is it it's how we're gonna make yeah. a better society but I mean, we wouldn't have got where we were today if it weren't for ambition. That's true. Everything's so much better now. Is it? Yeah. Well, it is. Like for most of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's true. For all of the world, I think. Yeah. Cause it's like I was going to say, you know how like old people are always like, yeah, in my time, like it was so much better. But they're usually talking about like the West. Okay, boomer. Yeah. <laughs> What do you mean? You know how they're like, oh, like in my time, I could walk down the street and like I wouldn't be afraid. Or like in my time, like ice cream was like two cents, you know, like well, that's stuff like that. Inflation. I guess I'll just I'll leave it with this for Frankenstein. Yeah. Is that I guess the symbol in Frankenstein, the, the symbol for knowledge is light. And I guess it's like light can keep you warm for a while. Like you can, if you stand, you know far away enough from it if you keep your distance it'll keep you warm and comfortable but if you get too close you know you better not let it burn you oh Ooh. that's true that's deep so human ambition don't can don't we quote that yeah also ambitions like hamilton you know <laughs> why is every well, all uh, all roads lead back to hamilton hamilton's so amazing so good it's op it's i was trying not to say that <laughs> but yeah like where did his ambition get him he died. Yeah. He got shot. <laughs> but he, ambition is necessary to like the human condition. Yeah, it is. For all nature, it is. Yeah. If you so have no ambition, there's no growth. There's no progress. That's true. You won't survive at all. Like if we like, I guess like survival of the fittest. You know that competition is ingrained into our natural mentality. Yeah. So just the way to not mess up society and create a dystopian yeah. uh, <laughs> society is don't stand too close to the light yeah just like middle middle was it yeah. middle way the buddhist thing the yeah middle path middle yeah. path mm. yeah middle path not too close, like not, not too close, close. Not too close. like porridge and goldilocks yeah yeah not too hot not goldilocks too just yeah. right don't let that you know that fire of knowledge burn you mm. <laughs> all right so thanks for listening to firelit radio next episode we'll be talking about is rap music is rap music music is it actually music or is it just people talking? <laughs> and you'll get to hear Mr. Naz, our special guest. So, yeah. So, see you next time. Um, also, make sure to follow our Instagram at Firelit underscore radio. 
um, gave us feedback, DM us, give us ideas, um, interact with our page, and um, we'll see you guys next time. Keep Keep it lit lit with fire lit. I hated that. Why? (laughs) Yeah, same. It's OP. It's It's OP. It's a good slogan.